0: Joe, take your own advice. You're a dinosaur. It's over. Welcome to Salonomics, broadcasting from Essex. It's the 5th of March and you're listening to me, Aaron Dawn. The Bitcoin price is currently Three hundred dollars No, it has not got that gone down, Joe man It never does that. Joining me from North London, you've heard him already, is my hair Letitia Joe Memet. Hey, hey, Latissier, why Letitia one of the most talented footballers to never ever get recognition on uh, on the international true.
1: stage. Well, but do you think I'm not recognising the industry? Okay, I'm not an industry leader. I mean, but um, mate, this I've, is about I've talent. This is
0: not about. This is about talent. And he yeah. was a genius. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not comparing you in the looks department. <laughs> nah, <laughs> otherwise, was, I would, otherwise I would have called you the hairy and dowie. Um, yeah. No, nah, that's...
1: A, I mean, I, <laughs> why why comes he never left Southampton? I mean, he was a fantastic footballer. I do agree with you. He, he loyalty. Was, loyalty, mate. Yeah, you know, he'd rather be a big fish in a small pond than a, than a big fish in a... Small fish in a big pond, I suppose.
0: Are you saying well, it's lack be. of ambition? I think so.
1: I think or so. Oh, you're I saying th- it's
0: contentment. You know, some people discover contentment early in their life, mate. Uh,
1: l- listen, he, he didn't need to move. I agree with that. But uh, but yeah, he, he must look back in his life at sort a of and sort of say, if only. You've you got to. That, 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 would, you not, would you not sort of think that one point in your life? If yeah. only.
0: Yeah, for you, sure. You know, you know. All this idea about, yeah, you shouldn't have any regrets. Yeah, you shouldn't have, but you're bound <laughs> yeah. to.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah exactly i mean I, I i sort of did things in my life that I, i'm glad i did i wish i never did but i'm glad i did <laughs> Really, but that's a different story anyway
0: exactly exactly so how are you mate how are you after your covid 19
1: jab um, i'll I t- I tell you something like yesterday I, I, I really was i actually went to bed what eight o'clock i watched the extenders in bed <laughs> That's right, how, well,
0: if, we know you, you must be um, seriously ill then, because why right. on earth are you watching that
1: garbage? <laughs> exactly, you just wanted to watch a bit of mindless TV. Right, so, um, so yeah, but today I feel a lot better. Thank you. Thanks for okay. asking. Yeah, no worries. So I'll, no, rec- I I'll recommend a jab. i recommend it. Yeah, okay, do your own
0: research, guys. <laughs> um, Joe didn't. He doesn't have a clue what jab it was he got. Um, could have been anything, but, you know... Joe was very happy to contribute, weren't you? Oh, listen,
1: I'm in in the one jab club right now, right? And I'm going to have my second jab and I can have my... I I can go and wait. I can... Anyway... That's sort of conspiracy
0: well, yeah well cyprus have just um from may the first no jab no entry into cyprus have you got something to comment about this political that's situation
1: on, that's on the greek side that's you know on a turkish side i know because i'm from a turkish side the turkish republic of Northern cyprus trnc for sure mm. and and as a non-recognized state we 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 our borders have been shut for uh, for a long time and i think they're going to sort of like review it um, in april but right now, um, no, nothing will, um, nothing sort of being sort of said and done. In, in Do you term- think no. some
0: economic harm will come to Greece for doing that? I mean, obviously it's a popular tourist spot for us Brits.
1: Well, let, let's put it this way, right? Who, who looks after um, Cyprus? Um, the EU, they're part of the EU, so they're all one big family. And as we know, the EU is completely um, buggered with a capital B. Mm. Um, so obviously they're going to need some kind of. Um, um sort of income somewhere along so they need to up, up their borders as quick as possible but i do know with the turkey side though we saw sort of like a non-recognized state um it, it, it is being propped up by turkey and and, in, and and turkey is doing all it can to sort of get the country up and running as quick as possible it's sort of sending vaccinations across um to to the island it really is accelerating the, the the opening of the island but he has to be very careful too because he hasn't got the infrastructure to look after two more than two or three patients with COVID. that's the problem so it's a complete lockdown curfew and all that lot but only to protect it rather than to um to treat it sure you know and and, and there will also sort of come a point where it will open up um, and what must it opens up the, the the problem with the the cyprus situation is that if 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 I was to go to a Greek side, I can't go to a Turkish side. That's the only problem. So it's no point in me going to a Greek side because I want to go to a Turkish side. So I I just have to wait for the uh, the to open up, up. From from my point of view, really.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I actually like Cyprus. First holiday me and Emma ever went on. Um, you know. Uh, back in the days, 45 degrees, I remember um, in my ho- hotel balcony, we had no air conditioning in our hotel, I literally pulled the bed out onto the balcony and slept
1: outside. That's, you know what, that's exactly what they do, actually, the old villagers, right, <laughs> that what they do in the summertime, they actually sleep on the top of the roof, right, you know why, it's, when it's you get great view of the stars then that and also the mosquitoes because <laughs> mosquitoes right they, they, they can't sort of land on you in open air right because we would blow them away or whatever and it's too high up so they would actually do, in the summertime in in the old days in, when i said the old days so like my my parents and grandparents days they would sleep on the roof because it was it was actually people from getting bitten by the uh mosquitoes. Oh, that's genius that's genius em yeah. and, and we want a roof
0: balcony <laughs>
1: yes yeah <laughs> yeah exactly phone
0: graham get him to put one on <laughs> now okay yeah we're gonna do that that's awesome that's Is a great that,
1: idea it's just simple right you know how you deal with sort of problems you know just, yeah. just a simple thing. we do not having to sort of go mosquito um, r- repellers and things like that, you know. That's just right, speckle. yeah.
0: The, just yeah, <laughs> the smell and taste disgusting and all that. You know, they get right in yeah. the back of your throat, don't they, all those mosquito oh. repellers? Anyway, enough about that. Although I do like the, the learn uh, that is there, the simplest solutions are always the best.
1: I think so. I think right so. then, Which Joe. Is, so today's go, go show
0: on. is going to be a bit more of a deep dive into Rishi Dishi special budget um, from uh, Wednesday, was it? Um, is there anything that you've learnt, Joe, um, now you've had a bit more of a deep dive into it? Obviously, because when we released our show the other day, it was literally hot on the heels of Rishi's budget. So we didn't really get a chance to deep dive into yeah. anything. We was kind of thinking a little bit off the cuff, weren't we? So well, has anything changed from what you were saying well, the other day? Yeah,
1: I mean, like I, I, feel like I said to you earlier, I, I, was, I really wanted to sort of hear Keir Starmer's uh, reply, right? and yeah. and then you I'm, I'm and I saw a lot yes there's also I listen to all the narratives coming out from the media the the, the papers, and I could just come across right that, that I'm, I'm going to use this sort of uh, pref- uh, word for them grievance mongers you know like you've got this sort of like uh scare mongers right you've got these grievance mongers yeah. people always complain about something don't they mm. I, mean, I mean I thought it was a fairly good um, budget right but, they just, but there's someone whinging about lack of money for this, lack of money for that. And, you know, for, they forgot about this and forget about that. You yeah. know, I, I just... That's what I came across, really. It doesn't. But our help.
0: position, though, from the show yeah. the other day was that it was great for salon owners. It was great for freelancers. Um, the yeah. only people it wasn't great for in the hair and beauty world was, you know... Uh, big salon owners in Central London, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I- I- exactly. And you know, it's 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 okay to sort of like pick holes in the budget, right? Mm. But just think about it. How many people have the um the furlough scheme helped out these uh, these salon owners? It, every salon owner, okay, like, okay. We 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 do know right that there's for what five thousand plus closed down just after Christmas, right? and i said to you before in the previous show if they didn't have cash flow for six months they're in problem anyway okay so i think they've already had problems beforehand so the covid um, pandemic accelerated their um, their closure now this um this whole photo scheme it's it saved an awful lot of salons really so i don't understand why they're whinging they, okay they're talking about the VAT and all that lot but really at the end of the day Every son owner is getting benefits from the furlough, every staff is being protected. So, they've got no, I don't don't understand why um, they've got any grievances towards the, not so much the budget, but to anything else.
0: Well, it's a good point, isn't it? Um, We've since learned as well, um, the government have responded uh, to the campaign. Um, of oh, they the yeah, oh, they have. Yeah, they have. Okay, um, okay. Not via the uh, official petition, because as that stands, I mean, that's still today's updated number is 28,513, so it's going up roughly a couple hundred quid a week. Uh, couple <laughs> a, couple a, week. Quid, yeah. a couple hundred quid. A couple hundred quid. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're probably got their, to probably sign got it. their
1: friends. They've probably got their friends. Their friends of friends to sign it. You know. What I mean? Yeah,
0: well, that's what I mean. And now, and now they've run out of people to do. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I have been told on good authority that, um, essentially the reason why the government won't chop the VAT for the hair and beauty industry is a is a bureaucratic reason. It's simply that hair and beauty doesn't have its own back code. Um, we are lumped in with other. It's, imp- it's very difficult for them to chop the VAT for hair and beauty because the VAT code that applies to our industry is the same VAT code as many other sectors. So it's there's a bureaucratic reason why they couldn't do that. Alternatively, the government said or um, the government said, in, due, uh, like in light of this re- bureaucratic reason, we gave you more furlough and we gave you more benefits elsewhere. In order to counteract that issue, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's essentially the reason why they won't chop the VAT. It's essentially you've 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 got enough, uh, you know, business rate reduction, furlough for the staff, etc., 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 that we didn't have to cut, you know, cut the VAT. So, you know, I think that's that seems like a logical answer if you was asking for a, a VAT cut as being, you know the way out of the COVID, you know, as part boosting your COVID recovery. What I want to state is, my position's the opposite. Because your whole basis of chop the vat to help us get back after COVID, you can't go back to the government now and say to them, all right, if you're not going to chop the vat for our COVID recovery... You, you can't go, then go back to them and say, well, actually, you should shop the VAT anyway because it's unfair, you know which is our position. Our position is there should be no VAT on time-based services, especially salons, because what? there's equivalent industries that, that sell time-based services, such as gyms, such as financial advice and all these things, um, psychoanalysts that are all exempt from VAT, and they're doing the same time-based services as we are when we're cutting hair. Um, so, yeah, so basically, that, that that's just the, the bit that I wanted to...
1: Yeah, I get that, but most companies, right, have a VAT number, right? They, yes. They, they issue the number, right? And that is their code, code. They, but, it, it, they, but it doesn't have a specific code for VAT, like a tax reference number, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not the same. You yeah, but how these, refer- codes
0: are made. how these codes are made, though, Joe, there's always going to be one or two of the digits or characters in a code which are identifiers, you know, that it would, you know, it would, but there'd be two or three characters within it, which says what kind of business you are. You know, that's how all code works. There's always going to be identifiers that the computers can pick up. Oh, that's from that zone or that region. Just like, you know, everything's got, you've got area codes for your oh, phones. Right. Okay. Do you no,
1: what I mean, mean yeah, it's, yeah. it's an
0: identifier. So, when they're talking VAT code, they're not talking about your VAT number. They're probably just talking about the codes that each section gets given. Just like barcodes. I don't know if you know this, but barcodes are a collection of numbers. But in those numbers, they're identifiers as to what the product actually is. Yeah, yeah, I, I get all that. But I, I,
1: yeah. I, but I think.
0: But that's what I'm just saying. You're getting. You're, you're kind of mishmashing the VAT code and VAT number like it's. Well, like no, because it's, it's, it's bureaucracy for their end, it's the admin that they do well fair enough
1: but like yeah. I mean let's let's sort of like look at the um what's what's the hairdresser's biggest expense salaries right. exactly which is you can't claim that back right that's that's a non-VAT claimable we can't claim it back right so so again but most I, I we've discussed it before most uh, salons right uh pay VAT, and, and but the staff pays the VAT. the hairdressers not the juniors not the um the the, the receptions and things like that but the hairdressers themselves because it is it, part of their salary the the, the, the what they uh, generate is their is mm. they're self employed or whatever it's, it's v deductible so mm. that they can't they they, they can't sort of, they they claim it off the hairdresser but they can't claim it back off the um the government of the salaries so, they pay yeah Right. Well, so, it doesn't this put you
0: know VAT registered salons under even more pressure because essentially every service that that salon sells is given a twenty percent haircut with VAT immediately.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. So again, maybe maybe the, the, the it's still sort of like uh, beating the drum about the um, VAT thing. Maybe they should start restructuring their business internally yeah, no, i
0: agree i agree because at the end of the day your service is given a 20 percent haircut you've now got to take the taxes the national insurance out of each haircut yeah uh you've got to pay for the entire salon staff out of that haircut do you know what i mean it's like yeah. this the the amount of things that are taken out of that haircut is so imbalanced in terms I mean, I, of the survival of that, the in like the actual, you know, salon, salon yeah. survival, because uh, it, everything it's is taken out of that one service, isn't it? You yeah. know, salaries, but, expenses, uh, HR, receptionist
1: cost, communication cost, oh, and that as well. And I suppose. In, in, the, uh, in, the, in the hospitality sector, I mean, let's, let's look at a restaurant, right, for example, well, well, a prime example, is that a, a, a waiter can serve, serve 10 tables, can't he, at one, yeah. in, in a given hour, right? Yeah. In a hairdresser, you can't do that. It's yeah, literally... no, it's not,
0: it's not necessarily the waiter, though, is it? Because the VAT goes on the food. Right, So exactly. that waiter can serve 10 meals at once.
1: Yes, e- Exactly. Right, well um, we can't do 10 haircuts at once no impossible My mind, if uh, you go to, and, and if you go to India to... if you go to India there's there's a guy right who, who cuts hair with one scissors whack him,
0: you know? <laughs> it's not the dude with the axe I've it? No, it no, just seen
1: bowl. that one no, that's, I, was, I thought I was quite clever actually but uh, there's this clever. one dude right he, don't try this he, at home kids. It's street, street trader he, he just does a haircut he goes scissors, his right? scissors mm. he comes the hair down and just goes in one line whoosh, I mean, there you amazing. go, <laughs> yeah. well, maybe
0: that's what we are all got to do then, mate, you know, one minute haircuts, Charles one minute haircut. quid for a one minute haircut, well, yeah, exactly, Boom. there no, you that's, that's place problem. your head on this log here, uh, yeah. madame, there you go, what do you want today, a little bit off the
1: top, here we go, whack, yeah, with an axe. brilliant, I there you that. go, £50 pound, please, well, bye, what, what did you think of that haircut that he did on the uh, the axe, you of bid video, oh. obviously,
0: yeah, I, I just turned it off, mate. I don't, I don't give, <laughs> give, give much oxygen to those kind of things. It's a gimmick. I don't like gimmicks. You know I don't no, like gimmicks. Exactly.
1: But no, but, um, uh, but go back to the, the one-to-one service, right, it's, it's very difficult to survive. It really is.
0: Well, the, that, this is the point, isn't it, with time-based yeah. services. This yeah. is the point with charging VAT on products. I can sell 100 products at once. Yeah. So, of course, I could, you know, VAT goes on those products, right? It's fair enough why are we putting VAT on something I can only do one thing at a time it's well,
1: just nonsensical the, to me well this is the problem I suppose because like when you go to sort of like a certain stereo yeah you, know, you buy your food and then when you get the bill right you've got your total and then you've got your service charges you've got your VAT haven't you and, and and you've got your and you've got your gross total now I think maybe sellers right have to start doing that way as well so you've got a hundred pound haircut Mm. You got your service charge, which is typically included. Yeah, mm. so fifteen percent. Yeah, so fifteen quid on a hundred pound, and then you have got your VAT. The twenty, uh, the twenty percent on top of that as well, which is another twenty quid. So your hundred pound haircut becomes one hundred thirty-five pounds, doesn't it? Sure. Yeah,
0: yeah but most yeah. most salons. And, and for, that way. Yeah, but God. most
1: salons, for
0: legibility purposes, will just throw all those expenses into that one price, it, won't Exactly. They? So, order, so the, what the, you're the, saying the is. Is what you're saying then it's do you think over the years there's been a, that people have not been doing their accounting properly that's right and they've not really been putting up prices Equally, you know uh, quickly yeah. enough yeah and as yeah. far enough as what their business expenses yeah. and costs yeah. need to in order to stay above water is
1: well not above staff water but to actually be ahead as well because well you know,
0: actually yeah actually turn a profit because yeah. you know as you and i both know you know salons very rarely generate an actual profit because yeah, of it, you not, know well, the ridiculous expenses exactly
1: so, so you know if someone could pay a hundred pound head hundred pounds they'd definitely pay 135 pounds if they know where the money's going sure right and it really so i think that's the that's the problem with the industry has to sort of like start looking at itself Mm. Really, really. It, it, and a and times I, I sort of said it right. It's still b- um, bleating about the um, the VAT. They should have to start taking much more productive, um uh, Yeah,
0: uh, I think Salonomics 16. We did a whole show about downsizing. Um, yeah. you know, no Salonomics 15. Before you reopen, downsize, and essentially that was. Uh, a show about getting through the next couple of years with the uncertainty in the air. That show was really talking about, you know, those little practical measures you can take in order to literally get through the next year or so. And and one of these measures was about downsizing. uh, Because I know a lot of uh, friends of mine that work in separate industries, their companies over the last year not only downsized their locations, but they've removed 30% of the non-productive staff. They've 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 done everything they can to cut their costs furiously because they know things are about to get difficult, and this was this is part of what you're saying, isn't it, Joe? It's mm. like you know, stop complaining, and actually do
1: something. That's, that's right, exactly. I mean, look, let, let let's look at the 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 premise league of salons right you know these yeah. guys well you know let's they've premiered to be a top top salon. you you have to be you have to offer certain services right like like in hotels how do you grade hotels right with the services it provides apart from just room right so we look at the premier league premier league of salons yeah what do they offer you know they offer um, beverages as in catering, they've got a club room attendant, you've got front of house, they've got, social, they've got social media presence, they've got private rooms, they've got all these things, which sort of says, Yeah,
0: makes that a luxury experience, it, Exactly. Right? right. Down to the super expensive coffee, and tea, and it, it, like you say, alcoholic beverages, the the shampoos, the conditions, yeah, yeah. yeah all of
1: that, all of that all stuff. All of that, right? Because everything's everything's premium. luxury, everything's we, we're amazing. Premium. And, and, you know, and we premier, and we charge X amount of money, right uh, but if you actually sort of look at their price scale like you've got your, you've got your main guy and then you've got your junior stylist it's, it's a very, very big distance anyway so if everyone was charging sort of like 200 quid right, happy days but these these sort of services now are, are quite now, aren't they? you know you don't need we discussed it before didn't it well you know, you're telling me about the price of coffee D- do we need coffee in the suns now no
0: well this is the thing is not it well I, i think it's it's part of these like nickel and dime costs and expenses that people aren't accounting for when they're looking into increasing their prices year on year you know i made the reference to you know giving a customer a coffee in the 80s and 90s it was literally you know a bottle of nescafe your kettle and through the thing now it's pods with special this with a special machine that needs maintenance and needs care and do you know yeah. what I mean? Now, so now, each, coffee co- yeah. now each coffee is now each coffee costing like a pound, and not only that, the staff are probably going through the coffee like one o as well. Do you know what I mean? So now you've got a hundred pound a day coffee bill. Oh no, no,
1: exactly because I for that for I'll, that feature.
0: So you know. Is is that hundred pound coffee bill a day being accounted for in the price of the haircut?
1: I mean, I would probably argue no, it probably isn't. It's probably it one of these no. forgotten but, expenses. It's a service you're providing, right? So that it becomes, you know, a customer experience. And don't forget, right? There was an awful lot of narratives coming from these influencers or the magazines of customer service skills and all so, this and that, right? Yeah, you know, when 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 these mentors talk about customer service skills. Mm. that's all part and parcel of, isn't it you know at their day if if a hairdresser could provide a great haircut that's all they need to worry about
0: really. well that's it joe i mean that's what i said to you how many your car co- how many of your clients came to you because you served great coffee
1: <laughs> none none I mean, if anybody to take full advantage of, of it, because it's free. Of course. <laughs> of course, it's free, right? You know what I mean?
0: So, yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, look, we're not saying that you need to do drastic changes and you need to fire everyone and you need to, you know, start cutting hair on the roof balcony to, like, you know, take advantage of the mosquito situation. <laughs> we're not saying that. We're just saying yeah. it's these little things over time that add up. That's and if right. you're not on the ball, then you're falling asleep at the wheel. And what's yeah. going to happen in three, four, five years' time? You're not going to be able to earn the money that well, you was on. earning five years previous.
1: Exactly, and like I said before, I did a code is what it's done. Right, it's it's brought, brought everybody, all these Premier League salons down to a level that they just can't accept. Right, it's a great leveler because they have to go back to do what they do do best, and that's it. Back to, back to you basics. You said it
0: you said it very in, ve- in the in very earliest podcast we did. You like, hey, just gotta go back to basics.
1: That's exactly you know, it's as simple is. as that. Um, it re- yeah, it really is, you know, and, and the local salons they will survive. And I've said it before, because that's what they do. They just provide a very very basic so and they do it to the best of their ability. Bravo. F- so, f- so look, looking at it
0: practically, um appointment time has increased. Uh, yeah. per day right yeah. Yeah. so therefore the amount of appointments you can do in a day will decline
1: should I increase my prices to
0: allow for that Joe
1: I would there's one thing we do know there's gonna be a lot, of, a lot of money around okay yeah take a budget of it yeah don't try and compete with the um, this sort or of like the super cut type of experiences or the blow bars Mm. Say you know what? Like the I'm conveyor a...
0: belt experience. Yeah. It's not I, you know I... you don't want a conveyor belt experience because no. that's obviously going to be detrimental to your yeah. your exactly. overall quality of work.
1: You know, I, I I worked that many years ago how much it costs to do a blow dry. Okay. Mm. You know when right. I said water, electricity, towel, all that lot, right? Yeah. It's about eighteen pounds. And I'm going back about ten years ago when I did this when I sort of like when I when I sort of opened up um, sort of um, mm. sell Salon. It was about 18 pounds because i thought about doing a blow bar okay like that, mm-hmm. like that everybody was was doing but 18 pounds and i thought right 25 is it worth it no it's not i mean why would you want to charge 25 pounds for, for an expense that costs 18 quid right because like we've discussed you take the vat out you take the wages out you take all these things out right you actually left with nothing but a headache and it really yeah. was not worth it really
0: yeah F- no for
1: sure 50 pounds yes but yeah. you know, but you're gonna compete with twenty five pound blow dry, so it wasn't yeah. worth it. No, really. I've just had a
0: thought, right? I've just oh. had a thought. I mean, we're we're society now is all about unique experiences, right? Yeah. Um, I, I've used this analogy before. You know, Airbnb, um, offers people to you know sell rooms, uh, in places that you would never normally book a hotel room in. Hotel room provides, um conveyor belt type experience, you know, cookie cutter experiences, same, 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 same. Mm -hmm. Airbnb provides unique experiences. Airbnb is pretty much at the entire Hilton market cap in nine years, and Hilton's been around for 100 years. If you apply this conveyor belt experience to your salon, customers won't have anything to get excited about. You have to make the experience unique to every single customer you've got. And how do you do that, Joe?
1: Yeah, yeah, you have to sort of like find a unique experience, don't you? I think yeah. where Airbnb was. I, I, I'm, to- I'm talking from
0: the personality point of view, the personality of the individual hairdresser, right? You know, whether right. it's the the bedside manner. But that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you have to open up a whole new experience, haven't you? That yeah. that it's there, but no one could see. Uh, and yeah. I think that's what Airbnb did. It, you know, you had these wonderful um, houses, wonderful rooms that people yeah, could that you have would acc- never
0: have a, a unique experience in without, yeah. you know, without that being offered. And, yeah. and like yeah. I say, I mean, Airbnb not only provides amazing value, amazing experience as it, well. It, exactly. I mean, if you've never tried Airbnb, check it out. It's Airbnb. amazing. Yeah, it yeah, is exactly. absolutely amazing.
1: I, I mean, uh, and I think hairdressing, I, I don't think they can use these sort of Airbnb... Um, Model as 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 Decel blueprint, but certainly... no.
0: But but in terms of bedside manner and yeah. and you know the warmth and everything you can exude, you know. Yeah. If you make it all robotic, in terms of you know get your coat, do this, do that, you know. We've we've discussed in the past about you know robots coming in to take over our industry. They're not anytime soon, are they? So you've got to take advantage of that, and that's where like the creative personality and and you know being a, a good judge of character as to what your client loves about your, your service um,
1: and keeping that going every time. Well, I mean, listen, I, 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 I think hairdressing, it, it's exciting as one, there's one part of me sort of saying there's an exciting new world out there. There really is, all right? But in order for that excitement to sort of take off, right, the, the old has to die. You know, mm-hmm. it, for empires to rise, old empires have to die, right? Mm-hmm. It, you know, that's how I look at it. And I think now that these, these dinosaurs of the industry, they have to sort of take a look at it, sort of say, you know what, our time is up, and let's, let's, let's make way for um, a whole new generation. Unless there were to be that new generation, which I thought, that doesn't sound like they want to, they just not, want. they, no, they just not. want to... T- dinosaurs, your time is up yeah (laughs) that's that's
0: a good edit point for that part of the show so then joe i mean obviously we we have kind of we've got stuck on the vat question again because it seems to be like the biggest thing and it's going to be the ongoing story and you know this is all we're going to see over social networks but overall this budget is it will it increase hairdressers wages will it improve their standards
1: of living will it improve their work-life balance no, I, I, I don't think it will improve anything, but it won't take away anything that I had before either, because it right. it would just be um. It's not a same as I think they would work longer out. Yeah, I think it it probably um, will affect them in terms of working hours, but uh, it it shouldn't um, inc- it won't increase it, but it won't take away either.
0: Well, but, say you're doing a forty-five minute cut and blow dry, you know, the sanitation, all of those exercises mean that you're now going to have to do a sixty minute. 60 minute
1: appointment well let, let's push that, right Everything's everything's been frozen right every, every fresh has been frozen until 2023 22 23 right and then and, and taxes will rise after that yeah okay but only only if you're earning over fifty-one thousand pounds sure all right and, and it's only going to go up by two pounds a week which is the price of a skinny latte if you go to these trendy starbucks coffees oh, it's not starbucks but you know um, yeah. these coffee shops right so it's not too bad a price to pay for being bailed out for the last year or so so i mm. don't think um it's it, it will improve but i don't think it will um deteriorate either their lifestyles it, it just depends on how the hairdresser wants to work It's it's down to the individual now isn't it
0: because yeah i guess i guess but i mean I, I suppose the point i'm trying to make is you know 45 minute per appointment you could probably do 10 haircuts throughout the day um you know that's what i mean it's actually it's um, person at how, 60 how minutes per appointment are you still going to be doing 10 haircuts a day at six you know you're going to be doing 10 hours on your on your feet
1: well let's put I mean, a barber can, right you know, Yeah. A oh, yeah. No. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about you know, end salons. I mean, in, in my in my period of time, we we used to definitely. We, I could. I yeah, but you used it. to do it in thirty minutes.
0: You used to do twenty haircuts a day in thirty minutes well, and still no, charge I mean, a
1: fortune, yeah, right? Porch. Well, no, because we, people wanted. I was in demand. Right? It's not my yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> weren't your fault i'm innocent listen a hairdresser should never refuse a client okay the day they refuse a client is the day they're going to go downhill for a start right so you do the client right someone says joe can you fit me in okay Mrs. smith or whatever i'll, I'll yeah. fit you in the day you say no to him right that person would look somewhere else gotcha. if they, a hairdresser if they've been given, given the first refusal take it doesn't matter who you, who's waiting or whatever just take it right and, and that's that's how you build up anyway but is that like I said it's down to the individual Look, if, if the hairdresser wants to do 10 clients a day it can easily do 10 clients a day the only thing he has to sacrifice is his lifestyle he, yeah. he can't go to the pub it can't be his family, he can't, you know but then I always believe right what's the most important thing is a client you know the second is your is your is your own welfare the minute you look after your clients right everything with that mindset yeah yeah.
0: you you that they're the they're the most important thing in the
1: world yeah not your friends on social media not your friends at the pub yeah listen i mean Mm -hmm. if if i don't have children unfortunately right but if i had kids i'd be working hard to support my kids makes my kids um i'll I'll provide it with you know i mean if that means 24 hours a day i will work 24 hours a day so that they get the best of everything i can and i think that's the mindset that the the hairdressers of today don't have, right? Yeah. It's, it, it's, they want easy lifestyle. Want, everybody wants an easy lifestyle. Okay, yes, life's supposed to get easier as you get older, but it, yeah. not in today's world, it doesn't. Right? Yeah, it, I mean, know?
0: hence the flight to social media, isn't it? Yeah. Hence the flight yeah. to social media. Everyone thinks that social media is easy yeah. and, you know, you can make fortunes from yeah. it. Yeah. Social media is a lot of work. It's, it's, really a it's, it's a lot of work. And it's a lot of free work a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Unpaid
1: exactly. work. Who's, who's getting rich on social media? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And yet yeah, they actually do nothing. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. You
0: know. All right. Well, look, let's... Should we put a draw line under the budget? Unless you've got anything else to no. say, suggest about it. Um. So So, overall, you're quite satisfied with the budget. You've got nothing to reflect on. Um, really. From oh, what you said oh. the other day, you think it's quite good.
1: I think it's very, very good. Personally speaking, look, so the, the, the government's still putting money into the into the, um, into the furlough scheme right till September. Right? Yeah. What does it What does it tell you?
0: Well, right. it, it means that they're going to lock us down probably another three times before we get to September. <laughs> well, That's what that says to well, me.
1: There, there's, there's a potential for a <laughs> right? Um, I know.
0: Look, I, when it comes to the government, I'm such a cynic.
1: Right. Well, listen, mate, lucky you don't live in London, mate. Yeah, <laughs> We've well, got Sadiq God, Yeah, I hear
0: know? Sadiq's um, doing some roaring, roaring trading numbers. Oh, I, I hear um, he's highly popular. Did you see on the news last night where he was um, scared into that coffee shop because I mean, yeah, of exactly. like two, two guys on a oh, did bike, you see it? Did you see and it? one old lady was basically asking him for he, answers as to went, why that he's basically handicapped London well, he by wasn't an awesome putting up roadworks everywhere, well, and, then, and, and
1: he, could, yeah. he just wanted to speak to him. That's right, right. and he, he ran could've... off. He ran, he, he'd be running in a coffee shop right and he yeah. had this poor girl right so sort of saying please do not come in and he said to her are you shut them are you shut for business <laughs> he actually practically speaking right close this close this store down so that he can he cannot avoid talking to the public i mean what kind of a public figure is that that he cannot go out and talk to the public about wow. an issue
0: well yeah I mean? if you're politicians uh fear the people
1: then you have liberty right right exactly and it's 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 actually that is a problem with london and i think that is a problem why these salons are going to be crying because he's meant impossible to move around london so then joe what's got you go on
0: linkedin since we last spoke
1: well it's quite interesting actually because every time i go to linkedin right and i I want to sort of replace something yeah.
0: yeah, I
1: get this little message. You know, a lot, a lot, uh, a question mark measures Please keep LinkedIn respectful and professional. Learn, in other words, right? Do, don't use profanity. Don't use any bad language. Don't use anything that's going to upset the community. <laughs> that's what I get every time I go and rep, to reply something, even to you. You know, like yeah, you know, we we're talking about you were talking about your uh, Bitcoin during the other day, and um, as a well, reply says, please keep linkedin respectful so obviously they know me as a man of um chosen words <laughs> mate you, you're obviously
0: in the slightly deranged bucket um, yes. on linkedin <laughs> and you're you, you're getting extra special treatment <laughs> yeah um from the linkedin moderators it's as but, simple as that but um,
1: how sinister is that though mate? how sinister is it
0: that, yeah. Well, it, listen, mate, it's context, isn't it? Context yeah. is very hard when written down. This is why I think so many people in society get triggered now. Um, because those words aren't spoken with a nudge, nudge, wink, wink, you know, a facial expression, they're just yeah. words on a page. Yeah. The person projects their own emotion and own anxiety into what that person's saying. You know, I've been, I've been on social media since 2007, mate. I, I went through all this, like, offending people in 2008, 2009. Yeah. Not because I said anything offensive, because the words I took, they completely took them out of context well, this and, is it.
1: This is you it. know,
0: offended themselves because I didn't mean what they thought I meant and vice versa. So... You know, there is a lesson to everyone. When stuck people write stuff on online, don't take it like it's the end of the world. You know, stop being a snowflake. Stop crying. Stop whinging about it. You know, just grow up a little bit.
1: I, 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 you know, the, the thing is, you know, in our as hairdressers, right? There's one thing we 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 learn very quickly: uh, is how to communicate, how to understand. And, you know so when people well, that
0: mirror th- is a tool right it's yeah. a mirror we, we have to look at people's facial expressions oh i'm not sure if they're liking this haircut
1: well, exactly you're you, you you know trying interpret it and, and doesn't, doesn't teach you all that but there, there is an etiquette to it right it's all about to be nice you know yeah. but then how can you be nice to someone right Who's actually quite annoying you know, you know what I mean? You, yeah, they, but
0: there's a you've got a mute button for that, Joe, or yeah. a block button. You can do if they're annoying you, block them. Go Yeah, on. But, yeah but stop, they, stop spending that.
1: Yeah. Stop spending
0: your bandwidth yeah, on suppose, these insignificant yeah.
1: people. It's well, there's sort of solution. So, <laughs> Just come off it altogether. Yeah,
0: delete all. yeah <laughs> delete well, all. I mean, I, I've still got this kind of five-year theory that I think our kids, you know, the next generation that are coming up behind us. They won't be they won't be entertained by social media no, at I all. Don't,
1: no, I don't I think so. I
0: genuinely believe that because us their parents have made it so uncool yeah. that they won't want to be seen doing it. So I think there'll be a natural contraction of like social media use. It'll go more gaming, mate. I mean, my kids. I don't know. I don't know if your ne- nieces and nephews are the same, but my kids are just obsessed with gaming.
1: Same here. I mean, Obsessed. me too, mate. I mean, I, I play. I've got the Xbox um, Pass and everything, you know. I've oh, really? yeah. So I, that's
0: how you've been spending your time in in lockdown. Is since I <laughs> retired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could play Halo Legendary, right? You know, I'm trying to beat. There's a there's a record run, right? This guy He did the whole um, Legendary run, right? In about an hour and ten minutes or something like that. And I'm thinking, right, I I could do one level in about an hour, but this kid did the whole. Saw so like Halo in literally in like in literally an hour. Like you, you watch watching right? Just absolutely brilliant. you know what I mean? I can't <laughs> compete with these kids, but I try and compete with them. You know, I mean, I, I try and do as you quick try. as I can. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah,
0: try. It. Yeah, look. I mean, unfortunately, mate, they've got the hand-eye coordination. They're 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 motor functions are a oh, lot faster. So do than, than I. Used to be.
1: Yeah, I mean obviously I, I I've got perishable skills, right? Being a sort my age, but dad, these kids are just brilliant. I mean no, I, I played are. I played on um I played on sort of like in the new Halo World, you know, a few years ago, right? Uh it was there was this sort of thing called Kill the Slayer, whatever. Right. yeah, I mean, yeah you hunted hunted. Anyway, this I just kept getting sniped. I mean, I, I <laughs> right? Oh, I and hate
0: the, those campers. They're called yeah, camping, right? Yeah, right? Where they it, just uh, hide somewhere. And well, I did, but up.
1: I just thought, you know, I, I, it, was, it was about 13-0 right at this point, right? I just couldn't, you know, the minute oh, I saw God, like... I
0: bet, I bet you were throwing your toys at If, yeah, if I was a fly on the yeah. wall, that would have been hilarious to but watch it, you melt It really down. was,
1: but I really couldn't understand right, where he is. Anyway, I went, I went hiding, right? I literally went hiding. Next minute, he got me, because what these little bastards do, right? I mean, what I, say, I, mean <laughs> I say that with quite endearment. It's that yeah. they, they, they go like a, hover over you. They jump so high up that they snap you from, yeah, downwards, like, you know what I mean?
0: Right. I mean, this it, is beautiful.
1: It really is. <laughs>
0: Joe, take your own advice. You're a dinosaur. Yes. It's over for you. <laughs>
1: quit
0: uh, quit Xbox now.
1: I have, I have. I've just put on my own now. I I still Actually,
0: play. note to self, there should be a over-60s World Championships yes, that all right. kids are banned from playing. There you go. Yeah. Right, there's that's an a, idea that's for a good anyone. One. Over-60s, yeah. Over-60s <laughs> um, Xbox
1: uh, World Championships.
0: Uh, you're, I, th- I believe you'd do well. I believe you'd do well. Anyway, Joe, look, we've got to go. Where can people find you?
1: On Instagram, on Salinomics, Facebook, Telegram, exactly. No, you said this
0: last time. You you said you can't be found on Facebook. That is true.
1: That is true. So stop saying Facebook. I don't know why I keep saying it, mate. I think it's just all right. Okay, well,
0: I'm Aaron I'm... Dawn. You can find me, Aaron Dawn Hair, on Twitter and all the socials. Um, obviously, I deleted Instagram, Facebook and all that from my phone, so don't try and reach out <laughs> over those channels. Uh, go to AaronDorn.com if you need to book in for a haircut and stuff because, obviously, we're opening up next month. Hooray. Um, and um, the next show, uh, I just want to give you a pre, uh, precursor for the next show. Um, we're going to do something on Amazon. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but Amazon have basically re- um, opened up a store in Ealing Broadway where there's no teals. You basically walk in, you pick stuff up on the off the shelf, and you walk out again. What an amazing, amazing um, innovation! And so we're going we to
1: explore on how we could convert that to hairdressing. Or yeah, what?
0: yeah, we're going to explore. You know what makes that work? Why they're doing it? The yeah. cost savings, cost benefits, and we're going to kind of look into. What salons can do to automate their business to save time and fundamentally save them money because we obviously shall. that's the name of the game over the next years, right? We've got to cut our expenses,
1: exactly. I agree with that. That'd be good. That'd, yeah, I'll do my research on that and I'll come up with some, uh, some, some, uh, some views. Yep. Brilliant, I look All forward right. to that.
0: Obviously, go salon.uk if you want to preempt that and look how to make uh, retail easy for you and your clients. Um, yeah, we're going digital. So let's go digital together. All right, mate? All right, mate. Look forward Right, to remember, it. Joe, trust no one. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Especially those vaccines. No, I'm, I'll, let, I'll let it that. No. All right, mate. Oh. Well, take care, dude. I'll speak to you soon. Bye, everyone.